Okay, so I went to get my hair cut the other day, and I went to Sports Clips, which I know you guys, that that's like a franchise. You have them up there, right? Yes, we do. Okay. They're everywhere. So, I believe they're like nationwide. Yeah, they're, they're pretty big. So my friend cuts the hair there, and I went in, and I was just you know going to get something pretty basic. Well, while I'm sitting in the waiting room, the TVs go out. They always have like TVs with sports playing on them and everything, and it's like the big deal there is guys go there, watch sports, you know? So mm-hmm. I go and I'm, it took about an hour for me to finally get in there to where she could cut my hair. And I, I go up there and we're about to sit down and I look at her and you know me, I can never resist a terrible, terrible joke. Like it's, it's going to be bad and I know it's going to be bad, but I just, I have to say it. Well, you and I both have a thing for dad jokes. Yeah. Dad jokes all day long. So I, I look at her and I'm like, so, um, aren't you supposed to say, uh, welcome to clips? <laughs> she just looks at me and she's just like what and i'm like well your tvs are out there's no sports so now it's just clips <laughs> and i just i don't know i ran with it anyway that was my bad dad joke uh, for you know that day you know i'm sure i made many more after that but hello everybody welcome to episode two of blown to bits i almost said welcome to episode two of backwards compatible that would have been really bad <laughs> Um, but I'm Adam and I'm joined by, I'm Ryan, his, uh, co-host and conspirator. All right. So today, Ryan, what do we got on the docket? Uh, we didn't actually talk about anything before we started this. So I have no, <laughs> no idea what I just we're talking about. I just clicked go. Yeah. Um, now you, I do you have, have one thing. Okay. Uh, what did Mario say to princess peach? I don't know. What doesn't kill you makes you smaller. <laughs> that's really <laughs> weird. That's really, I don't know if that's funny or if it's just gross or. <laughs> uh, okay. What happens when you bring a Koopa Troopa to a party? I don't know what happens, Ryan. It, it becomes a celebration. This is really bad, dude. These these okay. aren't even dad jokes. No, but you know it's a gaming podcast. So I figured we'd have to have some gaming jokes, and I don't. I like cheesy yeah. jokes. Okay, so I I did uh, today. We've seen it's PAX. I believe it's PAX has been going on, or is it Gamescom? I don't know, dude. I've been in a bubble all day. One of those damn gaming conventions been it's been going on. So we've had some announcements go on, and I did see a new trailer for Battlefield Five, or I'm sorry, not Battlefield Five. I believe they're calling it Battlefield V. It depends on who you ask. Again, uh, I've heard it called both. Yeah, I, I'm not really. I'm going to go certain. with Battlefield V. Battlefield V sounds yeah. good to me because if it was Battlefield Five, it'd be modern combat, not World yeah. War. If anybody out there that's listening uh, knows the actual correct way to pronounce it, you can actually go to our Anchor website and leave us <laughs> oh a message. Yeah, you can leave us a message basically telling us if we're wrong or right. Yeah, you can do that. I'm just I'm really scared of what we're going to be getting on Anchor once we throw that out there. I'm terrified. Because I know I've got friends that are going to leave us some real inappropriate shit on there. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to play it if we don't want to. Yeah, I know. We don't. It's just uh, it's going to be really fun trudging through the mud on that one. But they did release a new trailer. They've showed off a ton of stuff as far as like vehicles and everything. 
And this battlefield's kind of approaching more of a faster time to kill, faster gunplay, which is good because Battlefield 1, it took forever to kill someone in that game. And sometimes you felt like your bullets were just not really doing much. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? I, I agree. The maps were too big for the the weapons that you had. Yeah, way too big and too flat. Like, it was just everybody charging over planes. And I understand it's World War One and that shit mm-hmm. happened, but... We're, you don't want to spend half the match running though no you really don't you want to you want to have some tight you know sort of engagements in smaller areas the maps just weren't really designed they needed more choke points a lot more choke points and then the choke points that they did have were so bad you couldn't you couldn't stay alive at all it was just really poor design but hopefully sorry, go ahead. Fix, hopefully they fix that in the next one because battlefield four yeah Battlefield 4 was the best one by far. Yeah, Battlefield 4 was amazing. A lot of people didn't like the Levolution thing, you know, with the maps that would break apart and, like, the dam or the skyscraper would fall or the dam would break. And I love that you know, aspect of it. Like, it changed the map, you know, halfway through the match. Oh, I did, too. Especially my favorite map was Paracel Storm, mm-hmm. the one where the, it was like a hurricane or a monsoon or whatever would just start overtaking the island. That, that was map a good was, one. Metro Station was my favorite. That's actually a Battlefield 3 map that was converted over to Battlefield uh, 4. Oh, they did a good job. Yeah, they did a really good job. Very unbalanced map, but it's just really fun because it's such, it's fast paced. It's just instant action. Well, I've got a feeling that balancing maps before, you know, they actually come out and every, you know, millions of people end up playing them has to be one of the hardest jobs for someone to do on a video game. Oh yeah. I mean, cause you can have, you know, private beta tests and stuff like that where you've got people playing it all day long, but that's still, that's only a small number of people. They're mm-hmm. not going to find everything that the entire community is going to find once something yeah. is out in the open. The community is going to find every little detail and exploit that is possible on a map and then use it. Yeah. And and with Battlefield Five, they've lowered the time to kill. You know, I did notice one thing that really annoyed me, and, and I'm not sure if they're addressing this, but it was the the smaller ammo pool on on your spawn. Like you only have two magazines worth of ammo. Well, which, I don't know how that's going to work. Like, how do you get more ammo, or how are you, you going to like if you run out? How are you going to do anything? Well, what you do is you re- either rely on team play, which would be, you know, like a support dropping ammo for you or something like that. Or when you when you kill an enemy, they drop ammo that you can pick up. Now, it's not quite like a full clip or anything. It's a, just mm-hmm. a little bit of ammo. But and that's cool. But well, I don't maybe feel it'll, it'll make the support role a little bit more viable. Yeah, because he was he's always been kind of that weird trash roll that had decent guns, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you had the assault, which was the main like tank killer and then medic, which medic in any game is always a big, important role because health is like the biggest resource you need. And then yeah, you I had think sniper, that's... which was all the weirdos just running off doing their own thing. And then you had support, that was just support. Was like, yeah, <laughs> I've got ammo, so I don't really need you around. Thanks. And I know the medics are, are still there. So the, it's gone. What I meant when I said I think that's gone, I meant where Assault used to be the medic for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, in Battlefield 3 and 4. Playing. 
I'll be playing medic. Is that is that your like cup of tea or medic kind of guy? I, I just love medic and any kind of support role that's close to medic. But I mean, every MMO and like team based game, I always go straight for the medic or the would healer. You say, would you say that you love the medic? Um, where's this going? <laughs> I, I don't know. Would you say that you love playing the medic? Uh, yeah, I love playing the medic. Oh. Man, here we are, and welcome <laughs> to the very first episode of I Love It. And today's contestant is Ryan. He's going to be telling us about a video game that he has played at some point in his life that he just loves. So, Ryan, go ahead and take the podium and tell us about a game that you love a little too much, and it's okay if it gets a little moist. <laughs> well, put me on the spot, why don't you? Let's see. What game do I love? Don't worry, the sax is going to keep playing, baby. (laughs) We'll go with uh, Final Fantasy XIV. It was the MMO that I got into probably for the longest amount of time. And, of course, I went straight for the White Mage, which is the medic class. And you played with me for a long time. And Baby, I tore that game a new one. Mm-hmm. Back and forth, back and forth. I was every single class. Yeah, I love that game. Final yeah. Fantasy. We'll kill the music now, but yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm going to make that a recurring thing. I'm just going to throw you on the spot in the middle of an episode. And <laughs> you'll say something, and I'll be like, would you say that you love it? And you're going to know it's coming. Um, Final Fantasy XIV is probably one of the greatest MMOs that has ever been made that suffers from the most stagnant end game that I have ever seen. Yeah, they have one major flaw that just, other than that one flaw, the game is, I consider, a perfect game, but that flaw is so big that it just it makes the game unplayable at some point. Yeah. To where the when you play a character you have only one rotation of skills that you can play. And if you don't play that rotation, then you're trash. Yeah. You're trash. You you can't put out the amount of damage that you need to. Yeah. And I remember I got um, the character that had the hardest rotation in the game turned out to be the class that I wanted to play the most, which was the black mage. Mm-hmm. And when I finally, it was finally when I got his rotation down, I, I was putting out massive DPS. I was just dropping shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I, I discovered... The monk. Yeah, the monk like was another... He was the same way. And then once I I got that figured out, I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Well. For anyone that's listening that doesn't know what like a rotation of skills is, basically what it means is, let's say you have a punch, a kick, and a heavy punch. You The rotation is punch kick heavy punch punch kick heavy punch and that's like a, a real basic version of it i mean you can have it gets you know, more like tw- yeah you get like 20 different skills and but for like anybody that doesn't know what a rotation is that's like the basic gist of it and if you don't go punch kick heavy punch and let's say you go kick heavy punch punch like it just doesn't work 
as well. Yeah, you're not getting your max DPS and cooldowns and mm-hmm. all that fancy stuff they always talk about. So to really get the meat out of the usefulness of your character, there was one way to play it. And it also stemmed off, it wasn't just the rotation, there was only one way to build too. So you yeah. couldn't, like, I used to run a strength warrior in some games where instead of being a tank that, you know, took a lot of damage, I had a lot of health and armor and stuff, I was, I would keep aggro by dealing a lot of damage because I would hit shit so hard that it would not, you know, want to stop paying attention to me. And right. that was really fun. And then some games have stuff like dodge tanks where they, you know, basically evade attacks instead of taking the attacks. And there's none of that in Final Fantasy. It's like once you play mm-hmm. a class, you have to play it, you know, and build it the way that it needs to be built, or you're just not going to be useful. Unlike the game that we're currently playing, where you can build it however you want to, and it's still viable. Yeah, Warframe. Warframe. Shout out to Warframe. A, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Warframe for a minute because I feel like. We've been we tried not to talk about it in our first episode. It was really hard. I know. And and I'm afraid this is going to become a Warframe heavy podcast, but you know what? Fuck it. If that's if we end up talking about Warframe every every other episode, I'm okay with that. Well, it's such Warframe- a good game with so many different aspects to it that are good. It's so it's just easy to reference it. Like, well, Warframe did it right, you know, in this area or that's oh, Warframe, so true. you know, got it right in this area. And it's crazy because that that game was their lifeline. This was their last ditch effort to go free to play and make this game. And it just works so well. Mm -hmm. Describe Warframe to to the people that are listening that may not know what it is. Warframe is the Destiny 2 that was promised but never delivered pretty much. It's a free to play game uh, that is much like Destiny. You have different classes. and a big giant map full, you know, a solar system full of planets that you can go to and do different missions on it. Uh, there's a open world area. They're about to add another open world area, but you're basically a human that can take control of these warframes, which are kind of like a, a robot that you inhabit. And each one has like a different, different skill bases uh, that you can customize. Spoiler. <laughs> and uh within those warframes you have these things called mods which change the aspects of your warframe let's say one mod gives you more damage while one mod gives you more you know can you imagine uh, how much of a reach. nightmare it is for them to design new mods they're like yeah and there's, <laughs> there's hundreds so and hundreds of mods yeah could you imagine that nightmare like they're sitting there they're like okay is this going to break? <laughs> yeah. Because like, they have to this- combine it. They probably have like this big algorithm that just com- like makes every combination possible. What if there's just like this room that's a giant fucking chalkboard with this? They just hire a guy <laughs> and he's got like this branching tree of like mm-hmm. you have this, this, this. And then like you'd be like, they'll be like, okay, we're going to put this mod in there and it's going to be called sausage. And sausage will allow you to turn enemies into sausages and they take extra <laughs> damage. And he's like, no, sir. No, sir, you can't do that because you see, you already have this one, and it's catsup, catsup. Go off like he basically is like the balance meister, you know. Well, they they did end up putting a cap on like 
power strength and power range. Uh, so you can only get it up to like so far, but yeah, there's so many mods. There's gotta be some combinations out there that just make your Warframe ridiculous. Yeah, but they do now they do not lock content behind um, a, a heavy load of randomness like Destiny did. Like, you know that where you are can give you what you need in this game. Like, mm-hmm. if you're grinding a certain place, you know that this item drops, you know, the item you're looking for drops there. Now, you yeah. may have to grind for the chance to get it, but you're there on a mission. It's very straightforward. And yes, this game has grinding in it, but the reason that this game is so fun yeah it's a fun grind and the reason it's so fun is because this is not like you know other games like diablo where you just grind 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 mash this kill everything it actually is challenging and it's a third person shooter it's kind of like if it's like if you took destiny and mixed it with mass effect and made it good and threw a little bit of parkour in there yeah, there's some parkour. There's a lot of ninja stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you know, wall climbing, sliding, you know, bullet yeah. dodging. When I, when I say the the Destiny that we were promised but not delivered, Destiny 2 was a great game for about two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks. Uh, they, they did a great job with the leveling system and, you know, all the content was fun and beautiful. And then... Once you got to the end game stuff, it just was trash. Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing there, and the the little bit that was there was completely random. There's stuff like, I'm over 200 hours into Warframe, as are you now. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's still like areas of the game that are considered in-game that we haven't even touched. The, The Kuva Fortress, I've barely touched. Uh, you haven't touched the Plains of Eidolon, which is another in-game area that's huge. So mm-hmm. much to do there. And I've been doing I, a lot there lately, though. You have. It's fun. Um, that's The Plains of Eidolon is their first open-world area because this game's kind of evolving from a cooperative, quick mission-based loot shooter to more of a, a traditional-style MMO with open, massive areas. Everybody can go meet up and you know take on quests and things like that. Um. And this is just the cherry on top that makes Warframe so good. This is this is where they just completely open the gates and shit on everything else. It's free. Yes. Free. Not not like free to play and then you hit a paywall, so you have to like shell out a little bit of money so you can get past it. Like you if you don't want to, you don't have to spend a dime. And there's a YouTuber that I watch and he said it best where he said, it's not pay to win. It's stay to win. Yeah, it really is. It is stay to win because you can get everything in the game that would affect game gameplay just by playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you do put money into the game, you're still going to be grinding a very, very long time. Yes. And another cool thing is you can spend real money to get uh, in-game currency called platinum. But you can actually sell stuff that you grind for in the game for platinum. So, yeah, which I've never heard of in any other game ever. Oh, there's a there's a few games that have allowed that before. Um, the biggest example of that was Eve, Eve Online. See, I um, never played Eve, so this is my first experience with it. 
Eve Online, there, there's actually a guy that at one point made a living playing that game because you could actually cash out for real money. Oh, that's which cool. was yeah, it was kind of crazy. I mean, of course, things have changed, and you know, mm-hmm. they're not going to be cashing out for a bunch of money on that game anymore. Well, there's like but, other people that play World of Warcraft and then sell their characters on eBay for you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and then Blizzard squashed that, where you can actually just buy a fully leveled character from Blizzard now. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I, at first people were like, "Why the fuck did you do that? It ruined your game." I'd be like, "You guys have been ruining that damn game from the day it came out, and you're mad because Blizzard t- tried to stop it." I, like, I never got into World of Warcraft. It, it was too big for me to start. I, it, I didn't like the combat the combat was too turn-based feeling, you know, when, in, when I get into an MMO, I have to feel like I can actually dodge something sometimes or that I have right. a level of skill instead of just a, I'm not rolling a dice. Such as, uh, our other favorite fantasy star online two. Yes. Fantasy star online two. And that's, that's one we would have to dedicate a full episode to. In fact, I think episode three may be our fantasy star online episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that game right there is it, it's a gym hiding from people right in front of their faces it is the reason that we have online uh, multiplayer like MMO games on consoles it was the very first one you know um, but that's about all we got time it. for today but I'm sorry go ahead never mind I'm not going to shut you down nope that was it I was just saying I remember playing that on the Dreamcast with you yeah Sega Dreamcast, uh, 56K modem, hook that shit up, pay your monthly <laughs> subscription, and you could play Fantasy Star online. You could chat with other people, had a fucking keyboard for that system, dude. That thing was crazy. Um, but yeah, that's about all we got time for today. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you're listening in and you'd like to get in touch with us, I can be found on Twitter at Talion. That's T-A-L-L-E-E-O-N-T-A-L-L-E-O-N. And Ryan's got some more info for you because we just recently started a Patreon and uh, we are available on Anchor, which um, also allows you to support our show. So take it away, Ryan. All right. So we just started a Patreon today. Uh, For anyone that's not familiar with Patreon, it's basically just a way for you to say thank you uh, it's a subscription based for content creators. You can give anywhere from $5 a month up to 15. You get a few little perks. Uh, uh, the $5 one, basically you get a shout out on all of our podcasts. We have an $8 one where Adam and I are going to be starting a YouTube channel where we're going to be playing some classic video games for you and doing some fun commentary and basically trying to kill each other a bunch. Uh, those will be dropping on the Patreon. Correction, I'll, I'll be killing him a lot and he'll be randomly finding like one way to kill me and then he'll just repeat that over and over until I get angry. Oh yeah, I'm going to spam spam some combos like crazy to kill him. But uh, you don't have to sign up for the Patreon. The The videos will release two weeks after. Uh, but like I said, it's just a way to say thanks. And then also, like I said earlier in the show, uh, we have our anchor, which is wh- how we just like distribute the podcast. Yeah. But if you go to, what is it? Anchor.fm slash blown to bits. And that's blown to like T-O bits, mm-hmm. not the number two. 
you can go to the website or download the mobile app and leave us a voicemail that we can play on the show. So if you have any questions or comments, uh, that would be the best way to get featured. Yeah, keep them PG-13, please. Yes, uh, my parents listen to this show. Yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be the occasional, you know, swear here and there, but we, we want to keep them PG-13. I don't, I don't want you to get on there and, you know, say penis all over and over again <laughs> adam i mean i just said my parents oh, listen to this sorry, sorry mama. <laughs> but yeah well thank you guys so much for tuning in and please get in touch with us let us know what you'd like to hear and we will catch you next time yeah any topics just let us know